0: I saw a couple of things
1: on, on Talk night. Radio. Whenever he was going to come back, I was going to do a post-op. Well, it's Friday, and you know what that means—it's time for America's favorite sports, music, entertainment show, Fanatic Radio, here on BlogTalkRadio.com. Yes, I'm your host, Michael Gardner. Joining me always, partner, crime creator, bplus 360com The notorious Doctor Pepper, Ben Florence. I thought you were actually gonna re- uh, replace me with the great P.D. Pablo. No, uh, he still around. I have no idea. I just—I don't know where I know that name from. He's a—he's a rapper. He's a—he's a, a hip hop hip hop guy. Just—just—just just, just awful. There's no Drake. Uh, we'll exactly. Uh, big beef with the uh, Toronto Raptors guy. We have a good show. It was fantastic. Good show for you on hand today. We um, we talking some NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs as well. Both those are underway. Yes, Multiple teams are in game six. Yeah. Possible game sevens to... and there's a There will be at least one game seven. Exactly. So uh, that go- that's going on right now. Tim Tebow is gone from the Jets. Oh, you're so good. And American University has a new men's basketball will wheel breakdown. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Fantastic. How's your Friday been though? It's been out uh, very good, uh, this morning. I uh actually uh decided to uh get on my frugal shop and I bought myself uh, one of those uh uh collar shirts they got for one of the sweat wicking ones, not the Nike one. Oh, so you you bought one? I didn't get the Nike ones because those are like 55 bucks or 52 bucks. I got the, uh, what was the other brand? Something in Bucks. Cutter and Bucks. Cutter and Bucks. Fantastic is brand. For like 40 bucks. I'm like, wow. And I put it on. I'm like, wow, this shit is actually great. So that's what I did this morning. Um, but, yeah, I went for a walk earlier, just kind of chilling out. I do have a little more work I have to do before. I'm completely done. A little studying, but I haven't gotten to it today because, you know, I, you know, that's the way it is. How has your Friday been, Mister Gardner? Busy, busy. It's um exact. for those of you that don't know, we're in our uh, DC studios, our Radio Saigon. That we have are in the midst of finals, and I've had a few papers due. As of now, I took an online test, got a solid B on it. Shout out to my mom that I'm getting good grades. Yeah. And uh, trying to strive to get the dean's list. I don't think that's, that's something that. I found my brother got last semester. This is what I'm aiming for. Fantastic is that. But I'm sorry. I'm just uh, showing him a link. But, yeah, I'm even trying to get Dean's List this semester. It's very tough at the school. You know, you have to get a 3.67, which is higher than most schools. I'm aiming for it. I don't know if I'll get it. But it would be fantastic, though. Did you see, did you see the BuzzFeed report that um, American is – Better-looking schools than Georgetown, but academically were worse. I can see that. Yeah, some some report. So uh, they had, like they had, like so. these quadrants of like we were in the top right quadrant of most academic and like best looking, which I thought was hilarious. That is true. I, I won't go into detail at that, but I think don't we, go into detail. I think I'm you'll get, I think detail. you'll get the message, but um. Wow. We're making small talk right now. We're currently waiting for Sid Ziegle. He's writer of OutSports, co-founder of com plus SB Nation. He'll hopefully join us um, eventually on the show. You know, I think this actually would be a great moment to thank our sponsors. Yes, ready you program. Hopefully on wall in the future. Uh, it's a Cinco de Mayo, our episode, as we're so festive, which you can't see because we dropped the ball again on the uh, Google+. Plus. It actually works. I tested it out yesterday, and it's fantastic. But uh, before Mr. Ziegler calls in, one of the biggest stories, I'd say, of the year so far, the Washington Wizards Center, uh, Jason Collins, officially came out of the closet on Monday, I believe, with um, Sports Illustrated running a full cover story on it. And we had Roger Goodell on the show last week, through Mike and Mike in the morning, and he was saying that the NFL is acceptable, that it's not a matter of who, it's just a matter of when, because knowing the commissioner running the NFL... It'd be but did you imag could you have imagined that after all the uh the talks and speculation of someone in the NFL someone in the NBA and our Washington Wizards nonetheless, uh, I guess became the first gay athlete in the uh, the big three sports? In a uh, major uh sports yeah, first ever openly gay male uh, athlete in uh in pro major North American professional sports. Who came out while he, he was an active player? You know, we saw uh, former jazz and John Amici come out a few years ago after he retired. So it's uh, definitely something we have never seen before, really, in sports. What are your thoughts on it, Flip? Uh Well, you know, I uh, I think it's definitely a great, a huge step forward, um, because uh, eventually we everybody knew there was you were we were going someday sooner rather than later, that we were going to have, you know, an openly gay athlete. I mean, everyone will say in sports, we know they're gay athletes, they're just, you know, not out. But I think that this will not have as big of an impact, as say, as others, because Jason Collins, he's a marginal player, he's a bottom, back of the bench player, he's been a play, a play like that for practically his whole career, and I just think uh thing put up by ESPN New York said, Jared Max, who was one of the few gay sports talk shows. And he said that you're not going to see a big difference with a big name, top level player that comes out and is gay. Cause like a big thing about with Jackie Robinson, I mean, it's, it's not fair to compare Jason it Jackie Robinson with Jackie Robinson was also a hall of fame baseball player. Mm-hmm. That's what also, um, moved it forward. So it's definitely a positive step and I think it was definitely a necessary step in sports, but I uh I think that until we get a big name we will not see the huge impact yet. And of course Mr Ziggler joins us here for our weekly conversation. And Sid, thank you once again for uh taking the time of joining us here on Fanatic Radio.
2: Yeah of course my pleasure.
1: Uh, First off, uh, for those of the fans that uh, aren't aware of your work, is there you could tell us the sort of how you came about of uh, starting their blog and how you ended up getting connected with uh, SB Nation?
2: Well, gosh, it was so long ago, back 14 years ago, when nobody was talking about gays in sports, and, and we've kind of cornered the niche, if you will. Uh, really, nobody else covers the issue as much as we do or the way we do, and SB Nation uh New York Times wrote an article about us a couple of years ago SB Nation saw it and because they really focus on uh on niche websites mostly team based websites they were interested in working with us so uh so yeah we just got in touch with them and uh the rest is history
1: what was your first reaction when the uh, Jason Collins story first broke i mean we was on monday
2: it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. It was Monday, early Monday. I had to get on a plane in about an hour. <laughs> it was bad timing, but, uh, but it was emotional for me because I've, I've I've worked on this in this area for so long, and to finally have this thing happen that everyone has been talking about, and some people had even said for so many years that was it was quote unquote impossible. It was it was emotional, and and I actually you know I I got choked up on a, on a radio interview on Monday. I'm glad this interview was not on Monday. Um, but you know, it was just like it was another wall was finally coming down, and 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 knowing that ki- no kid was ever going to grow up again uh, without without having an openly gay active professional athlete, it was so it was it was powerful.
1: Well, in terms in terms of, uh, of gay athletes, you had guys like Greg Louganis, and recently Robbie Rogers of the U.S. national team. Uh, released a statement uh, when you came out, also at the same time when you retired. But in terms of uh, professional sports, especially someone in the National Basketball Association, what does it mean now for the future of the uh, the big three sports in America, as I like to say?
2: The big three? So that's that baseball, basketball, and football?
1: Lisa so. <laughs> you, you, you ignore hockey. <laughs> I um, think we can throw hockey in there as well. Yeah, what are you talking <laughs> The hockey's absolutely in. <laughs> Big
2: four, then? Well, yeah. yeah. Hockey, is a, ho- hockey, is a, hockey is to an extent a regional sport now. Um, I mean, what does it mean for them? Look, it, it, it means what we at Outsports have been saying for so long that sports are open for business for anybody who can help a team win. And it doesn't matter if you're Muslim or Christian. Or atheist or black or white or male or female or gay or straight, it just doesn 't matter. It only matters how you help a team win that 's the beauty of sports is that it, it's, it's, it brings people together toward one common goal, and your only role is to figure out how you can help a, a team get to that goal so i, I just I think it reinforces just what we 've been saying for so long that It's just a matter of if you're gay. And and the vast majority of athletes and coaches and general managers don't care if you're gay. And the ones that think they do when they have a gay teammate realize that they actually don't.
1: Uh, Of course, uh, in in light of uh, this uh, monumental breaking moment, are you you upset with the whole, uh, the guys such as uh, Chris Broussard and Mike Wallace still tweeting? sort of um sort of negative thoughts about it. Well, Chris Walls or Chris Roussard wasn't tweeting, he was on he was on, outside he on Outside the Line Outside the Line discussing it. With uh, I believe it was uh L Z Granderson, an openly gay columnist for ESPN.com. I think he's also seen and contributor as well. Right, but for that nice. so I guess the question would be uh just enough saying that uh, it's two thousand thirteen we still have people sort of bashing sort of a joyous moment like this.
2: Well, let's be clear. It's 2013, and we have people who are racists and
1: sexists
2: and uh, and everything else who hate people for their religion. Uh, people They hate people because they don't believe in any religion. And differences will always exist, and there will always be people who want to highlight those differences instead of focusing on what makes us similar. Am I upset with Chris Broussard? Not upset with him, I just I think he's marginalized himself to an extent because even people who believe that you should not gay people shouldn't be able to get married, they still understand the importance of what just happened with Jason Collins, and they still believe that gay people should be able to play the sport they love and do their job and that's that's all that we're, that's all that we're talking about. Is is Jason being able to do their job? I uh, people to, able to do their job? So Chris Broussard can talk about his religion all he wants, but what the only thing that's disappointing about what Chris Broussard said is that he didn't say very clearly that he fully supports Jason's ability to play, his right to play, and 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 acknowledge the respect that he has for what Jason just did. So he just focused on on mostly the negative, and and that's what I didn't like.
1: All right, we'll get you out of here on this, Mr. Ziegler. How, now that Jason Collins has done this, how soon could you see someone like baseball the NFL come out?
2: I, You know, it's impossible to tell. As, as I said, literally last week in interviews, when people asked me when we'll have the first openly gay prof- professional athlete is male, uh, I said it could happen next week or it could happen next year. And it just so happened it happened next week. So I who knows? It only happens when one person is ready to do it, and like Jason was ready to do it. So, if literally if we could wake up Monday morning and a major league baseball player or an NFL player has come out, it would not surprise me in the slightest.
1: All right, so Zigler of Outsports.com, SB Nation. Thank you so much for taking the time for discussing this. I hope you have a great rest of the week.
2: Okay, cool. Thank you. You too.
1: All right, Tim Ziegler of SB Nation, com is the site he writes for, him. and as he was one of the guys that reported on the Jason Collins story, which was huge in the world of sports, I would say, because you know now, now and today, now we live in a we live in a time where I'm first of all not surprised this happened. Actually, you know, it's a, it's a it's a good for the LGBT community. It's good that this happened, but I'm not surprised because we now live in a society where you know, we even have you know, our president supporting same sex marriage, battles in the Supreme Court about it. It's starting to become sort of a it's bubbling up to the top of, you know, mainstream conversation. It's, and of course, you know, we had we have we have openly gay people in you know, television, in music, politics. The sports was eventually gonna come around eventually. And the same plays with a wizard I think is cool. You know, he's right here in this town, gets a lot a lot of coverage A guy, Jason Collins, you know, he was on my NBA live game back when he was at the Nets. Yes, yes, he was. Long-term with the Nets. I had no idea he bounced around from, like, you know, the Celtics and the the Hawks, another team he was on. Yep. And, uh, but the thing that concerns me is, one, the people bashing him because he's not. I think it was uh, Charlamagne McGaugh on Twitter, music producer, uh, Tweeted that he should never be a guy like Jason Collins should never be mentioned on SportsCenter because the only his career average is like three and three. Yeah. But it's not about him as the basketball exactly. player. Exactly. And then, uh, as, as as Sid was saying with the uh, the comments of uh, Chris Boussard and, my, and tweets by Mike Wallace, just it shows uh, it shows the changing of the times and there's still people uh, out there mm-hmm. that continue to bash uh, it. I really don't care. I think it's you know I think it's good. To, he is now. Also, it's interesting because we'll get to this in your tweets from Floyd. He retweeted our good friend Tim Brando. Oh God! And, and he has a debate for whether he's, he's a hero or not or whatnot. I would just consider him as a role model. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. Sort of a, a hero, like you said. Exactly. Hero is, is way and I and out I there. personally, as I just cut you off. No, you're fine. But I I think it is a legitimate discussion that I have no problem with people having whether he's a hero. I feel like it's possible some people could be going maybe a little overboard. If you're trying to compare him to Jackie Robinson, I don't think that's fair. Because yeah. here's the thing. That happened in the 40s. This happened in 2013. Obviously, there's, society has changed. I'm, and, and I'm not saying we're, you know, completely rid ourselves of all, you know, hatred and all that. But it's certainly a different time. And as I said earlier, Jackie Robinson was a Hall of Fame player. Jason Collins, you know, a back-of-the-bench player. Yeah. So, and of his career, too. He's a free agent right now. So I think that, it's, as I said, I'm not trying to diminish it in any way. I think it is a huge step for sports. I think it's a big step for society. Um, you know, as the gay uh, drive for acceptance continues to roll on, and I think it's becoming, you know, it's such a – you know, everyone's talking about it, you know, especially when you had the Supreme Court. That's when we had all the reports that, oh, there's a gay player in the NFL about to come out. And there's some other guys. So, but if, whether you're not he's a hero, I think that is a legitimate discussion to have. I think it shouldn't be happening on Twitter. I think that people True. can legitimately make a case either way. And if you don't think he's a hero, I've got no problem with that. Do I think he's a hero? You know, I'm not really certain. I think, like you said, role model. Is definitely a good one. Um, so, but I think, unfortunately, so many people are taking the debate too far, and that's one of the problems we have at Twitter, and we'll get into uh, the Tim Brando uh, shenanigans later in the show. Actually, a couple days ago, I was watching uh, a show on CBS Sports Network, because we actually get it. The radio show is... Is tremendous. Yeah, it was Gary Danielson on as a guest. his crew are great. It's just like, I think he must be a producer guy. He's always got, like, this weird grin on his face. And the show is is really good. So, just want to say that. I also I think Tim Brando's great, So. Yeah. Southern yeah so, there's Yes. Yeah, speaking of college football, though, since Brando Danielson go hand in hand, uh, yeah. our, a quick uh, error that we missed last week, and I can't believe we even missed it, but didn't the NCAA announce the official format for the uh, the new college football. Oh, they yeah, they announced the name of the college football playoff That it will be called the college football playoffs. Yeah, and So, so he, original. And Brando was talking about like you know you because they talked to with uh, I think it's Jeff Hancock. He was yeah. the guy in charge. I believe it's Jeff. And and Bill uh, Hancock. Oh, Bill Hancock. Pardon me. This guy and, came from the tournament. Yeah. yeah, the basketball tournament. I believe he did. And he was saying he had no problem with M Q. I don't either, but apparently they had some firm to name it, and Pat Forty was like, um, yeah, I'm sure they thought about it for 10 minutes and went out the rest of the time and played golf, you know, this uh, this committee that they were discussing. But uh, interesting because, Han- like I mentioned, Hancock was on the Brando show, and this was um, Wednesday. I believe it was Wednesday. Yeah, it was. And he said, "There unequivocally, there is not going to be a title sponsor. Something that really took me by surprise. I think Jerry Jones is mad at that as well. He said, said that because the first final is going to be played in Cowboy Stadium? Yep. I believe it is. And so he said, unequivocally, there's not going to be a title sponsor. They can they look at it like the Masters. Or you can even look at it like the NCAA tournament. I really thought there was going to be some sort of sponsor. Because, you know, the whole bowl thing is all about sponsors. So, but I mean, in terms of the name, I got no problem with it. I mean, what else you're gonna really gonna name it? So, but yeah. So now, VCF is dead. Yeah, thank great. you. I also, going a shout out to uh, Reed Sigmund. He uh, worked as a senior associate athletic director at Kansas State. Good friend of uh, the old man, my old man, Steve Gardner. Met him at the I uh, the uh, Big Twelve women's basketball tournament when it was here in Dallas over spring break. Want to give him a shout out that he is now the chief financial officer of the new college football playoff, which I love that name. That's almost as great as the uh, the American Athletic Conference. But uh, once again, said Ziegler was on AboutSports.com. Was on our show. You can go to iTunes, listen to the podcast, check it out. We'll go to a commercial break. When we come back, we will uh, talk about introduce Mike Brennan as the 80 <laughs> basketball coach. Give us our take on it. Give a shout out to TV Tebow. Also, uh, our good friend Aaron Vale might be in the mix talking about NHL playoffs, so stay with us. You are listening to Fanatic Radio on blogtalkradio.com. It's Fanatic Radio. What's wrong with that? He fought for his country.
2: It's the reason you wake up on game day and put on your team's colors. Fanatic Radio
1: on
3: Blog Talk radio.
1: It gets.
2: It's the reason you wake up on game day and put on your team's cars. Fanatic Radio on
0: lock Talk Radio.
1: We're back here on Fnatic Radio, ValkhawkRadio.com's premier sports music program, Al Gardner, Ben Florence. Yeah, joined in the studio by the immortal Aaron Vale. Yeah. Our yes. subsidy hockey expert. as actually subsidy. subsidy. Wow, no, what's secondary? I always say secondary because she's not like second rate.
0: Secondary is... Okay.
1: Secondary hockey analyst. are oh, a reserve. Yes, because yeah. the great Zach Schusser. She's, she's on the, the hockey line. She's on our second line. Hey. I yeah. we'll find yeah. that right. That's how that that you say it. Okay, good. Hockey. She's the one to keep me sort of in check <laughs> with my hockey stats, I do not know as much. I, don't remember I, mean, I mean, I know it's like you play. Oh, I know, like, Yama is a traitor in my heart for leaving the Dallas Stars.
0: You yeah. yeah. were traded. Oh, I know. Though.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> how long you I don't I hate him. I hate, him. I
0: hate him, like, he's I him. when he was on the I run. hate I him in general.
1: Apparently, NHL.com is doing something where uh, a bunch of guys, like eight guys, or how many teams he's played for, and yes. wearing yeah. his jersey, and they're traveling. Oh. They, like travel to his games. I'm, I'm assuming they stopped for the playoffs. But, um, yeah, oh. big news for you to hockey. First of all, how are you? Great. You are Thank a great guy. Guys. Um. Yeah, we're doing all right. Uh, great guest uh, at, at the top of the hour. Uh, Suzanne sports dot com. SB Nation. Go to the podcast on iTunes to listen on his take of the Jason Collins story, which I thought we did really well. I thought we did. I, I was very impressed with you because the last I night, did my homework. Exactly. I we talked about something of this substance on uh, Sports Zone. You followed up with a uh, rather inappropriate comment, but you kept yourself in check. And we, we're, we're professional on this show. We get the big guests. We are professional. We've we gone from a guy from SB Nation to Tyler Tomaya, ow, to uh, Josh Pondell to the great David Austin We're all over the we're all over the spectrum. I want not give him a shout out, too, because he probably told me last night. He is now the full editor in chief of Amward The uh, the girl that was with him. The girl that was recruiting you was gone. She quit. Yeah. Oh. So Josh Pondell has gone from. This has got to be the worst publication ever. He has gone from low reporter. To an EIC in less than I believe six months. Particularly, as, particularly as Tyler left the sh- left the uh, uh, publication, you know, right at, around the same time as he left the Eagle. Yeah, and basically threw everything for loop because Tyler is a bum.
3: And where is he now?
1: Well, he's about to graduate. Well, I know. i been excited for that. He's but, probably in his dorm sleeping because he doesn't have anything due do until like Tuesday. Yeah, I know. But uh, do you know, who not graduating. He is graduating. He is graduating from AU, who got a new basketball coach on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about hockey. We are. Oh, we have to do basketball first. All right. I'm just curious. Yeah. How do you know that?
0: I got the email. So Hopefully
1: that causes some excitement that someone I'm other excited. than Jeff Jones. I'm excited for the very fact that he's from Bayonne, New Jersey, we'll which is a fantastic town. We're getting to Flo's take on that. Really? Uh, here's what he had to say of his opening remarks Tuesday at Bender Arena.
3: And it all led me to the conclusion that Mike was the right man to take American Eagles to new heights. So with that, let's share the American dream with our new head men's basketball coach, Mike Brennan. As an assistant, you're sort of always thinking about, you know, envisioning a program that you're going to run about eventually becoming a head coach. And you don't, you're not a head coach. So, you know, you're either at a place that has strong values, which I had the good fortune of being, but it always starts with your own values. And I was lucky enough to to have this opportunity here to come to American where I think the values of the university are consistent uh, with the values that I have and the values that I envision my program having. Um, So I'm, you know, real excited about the the opportunity here and uh, moving forward. Um, You know, our program, we're gonna bring in great students, you know, great people of character, and great players. Uh, we're gonna compete, learn, and grow on a daily basis. We're gonna you know, represent ourselves, our program, and the university with integrity and with class. And we want our goal is to win a Patriot League championship and compete in the NCAA tournament. I think that's every school in our league's goal, and that's ours. And it starts right away, and I don't think any of those things are mutually exclusive. I think you need all of those components to be good. And I think, uh, lastly, I think the way we play will be a big part of creating an identity. And I think it's something that our student, our players, first and foremost. It's great to see all our guys in the stands here, um, and I'm looking forward to work, working with these guys here. Um, I'm, I may not have recruited them, but they're my guys now, and I'm excited to be their coach. And I, just, you know, I just spoke with them in the locker room today. You know, I don't know if I had them bouncing off the walls necessarily. You know, but I can't wait to get on the court with them. I know, uh, you know, it's, we're going to make a good connection here. Um, but I think that the way we play and the values that our program will have will show up on the court and that we'll be able to, you know, I, we'll be, it'll be something that our students, our faculty, our administrators, at the AU community, our alums, and our supporters can all identify with and relate to and uh, take ownership of. And I'm looking forward to hopefully attracting as many supporters as as many people here to Bender as we can. Well, I mean, I think I've been a part of programs with a tradition of winning and a tradition of still um, excelling in the classroom. Um, I think that's something that, you know, I'd like to establish here. I think it's a place uh, that we can be good for an extended period of time, for a consistent period of time. Um, I mean, we're going to share the ball. I mentioned Pee Wee. Where's Pee Wee? peewee's fast, all right. He's going to get up and down the court. So you know, if we have fast guys, we're going to we're going to use that to our advantage. So um, I mean, basically, in my mind, what I learned from Coach Carroll was share the ball, throw it to the open guy, take advantage of uh, of what you have on your team. Uh, we're going to have guys that are all fundamentally sound. We're going to play as a unit. We're going to defend and compete. Uh, well, just I, I understand the transition's always difficult, and I just wanted to. Sort of try to generate um, some enthusiasm um, about the upcoming year, try to get them excited um, I don't know how good of a job I did, but um, you know i I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to coach them you know I wanted them to know that you know I look at our roster and what I see excites me and I'm looking forward to coaching these guys um, and I think we can be you know competitive and be good right away and I want you know that that in their mindset as we move along here through the summer and we're going to you know, do all we can to sort of get to know each other as quickly as possible and we want, our goal is to win a Patriot League championship and compete in the NCAA tournament. I think that's every school in our league's goal and that's ours and it starts right away and I don't think any of those things are mutually exclusive. I think you need all of those components to be good.
1: Great remarks saying we are going to Win the Patriot League tournament and compete in the NCAA's. We're gonna win the NCAA. Tournament. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, no. But a guy who has come from American before. Yeah. And Georgetown, you you are excited for this, aren't you? I really am. You know, with all the way that our school operates and the way that you know we had thing where they were looking for you know public submissions. George, uh, which I did. And I'm well, sad that I did not get the job. Yeah, I, I was pulling for you. Well, I, I saw a different assistant job. Fingers crossed, fans. Yeah. I continue. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I really I did some research on the condition. I didn't know who he was. You know, Susan had Georgetown for a while. Susan uh, had Princeton with uh, John Thompson third, who was in the house. And also, as I wrote a thing reported, John Thompson second was not in the house. Who was that guy? We don't know. I don't know who that guy was, but he certainly was not uh, John Thompson II. No, so, uh, the guy who made Georgetown badass. Wore the towel around his neck. Wore the towel around his neck. So it was the great Patrick Ewing. Patrick chewing. Patrick chewing. Patrick chewing. Great uh, Nicholas commercial. Well, yeah, I really, I'm really excited for the hire. He's uh, he's coached here. He's coached at schools that have high academic standards, and he's coached been a top assistant at the top school
3: in the city.
1: So I really think it's a good under the radar hire. I'm I'm pretty excited. I was all expecting it to be a disaster. It could have gone either way. Like hiring um, Jaron Berman. Oh jeez. For example, uh, did he submit an application? I I'd love to see. I don't resume. even think that he can read. I'd love to exactly. see that resume. That's he made. can type. He has typed things on Facebook before. Bobby Eklund, 2016.
0: Posting his profile picture of Bobby Clyde.
1: Did you know Aaron, hey, the group the group. did you know did you know this guy Was an a u assistant before he came here? this
0: guy like no, I did not know that
1: I know right actually the only two years he was here, we made the tournament that's right that that is correct, so look at that well, he actually well one of the things that you tweeted and thought was very funny was he wanted to see uh more people in Bender, of course, which I don't think he realizes okay. what he's getting himself into, but that being said. That the style of basketball clearly yeah adapts to that. I agree. Jeff Jones' style was awesome. The crowd was actually better than I thought it was going to be. It was actually a somewhat okay crowd. I like the decision. It's great. I, I I'm. I, mean, I will go on a rant saying we will make the end of the tournament. that's in a few seconds. But I will say this is a good hire because he has worked in the system. He's worked. He's been in the city since for yeah. '07. So between this and Georgetown, he was Big East regular season champions last year. He knows how to recruit players, as our boy from the ESPN nine eighty says, the D M V, which apparently is not the place where you go get your license renewed. District. It's the District Maryland, Virginia. It's, We've discussed this on yeah. the air like months ago. Shout out to the also, my, also my players in the club team originally also known as Del Marva. Del Marva. Sounds like a singer. Actually, no, Del Marva's.
0: It's not it
1: was Del District of Columbia No, like, no, and, Del Marva is the Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, Peninsula. Uh, we're sure. We have a straight district, which I'm very excited because a lot of great high schools around the area, too. We have DeMatha, Bishop O'Connell, who won the uh, WCAC championship this year. Uh, Paul Six, I think, is another school. Did I say DeMatha already? I said DeMatha. My, Matter days in California. Who? I'm going on a rant now. But he can recruit. I'd love to see, though, who is the system talks. I feel like that could be – interesting as well. Unfortunately, it will not be friend of the show, Eddie Jackson. I hope it's not. Crawling <laughs> was 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 around the press conference, <laughs> okay, I okay. don't know why. It'll be interesting to see how well Jeff Jones does at ODU, how well this guy does at AU. Now, back to my rant, I agree 100% that we will win the Patriot League this year. Did you think so? Because... We're going to we're gonna run uh, Darius Gardner. Please stay. Slime Time. The great Slime Time 24, wee Darius Brother from another mother of a different color, <laughs> gardener, share the same last name. I've seen him play. I don't think people understand how good he is, and we're gonna get him on the show eventually. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully our good friend. It. Yes, love to get it. Done. he knows JJ uh, J. Inson. Oh, really, at AU ball with him. a lot, lot, lot of friends, and shout out to his Rockets. Who we're getting to in a minute about how well they're doing in the NBA playoffs. But I don't think people understand how good of a player this guy actually is. I, yeah, I've never seen him. I'm just going off of his He's excellent a little a little taller than you, but he is fast, he's athletic, he can shoot. So just like me. Exactly. Except not with uh, better handles. Of course. And pink shoes, whereas he has two different pairs of basketball Does shoes. Does he really wear pink shoes? I'm guessing he supports breast cancer awareness. That is fantastic, like we do as well. So he is definitely a, you need a good point guard. When we won the tournament, when we won the tournament both times, we had the great Derek Mercer. Yes, legend. When um, Lehigh went to the tournament, that CJ McCall wasn't a point guard, but he was shooting guard, point guard, just a boss, and he was good. But did they have a good play. It's Bucknell had a solid guard. They right. just had the Giants. They just had you know the best player in the league. Yeah, I a fantastic <laughs> center, Miscala. projected. Why didn't we recruit him? Yeah. Projected second. I don't want get- we should. He I'm was one not of- going to discuss the AU Bucknell game. He was one of the most fundamentally sound big men I have seen. I agree. Next to the great Keith Van Horn. No, <laughs> no. A solo Who i have seen play before. What I mean. I. Saw him in 2001 at the Meadowlands. Fantastic. He's Van Horn. He's a the definition of a dog, okay? Yes. Don't say he's fundamentally sound. Well, Get man. out of here. I no, can't stop. I can't. I gotta I'll pick you up. i got to keep going, though. That is true. But,
0: um. It's pretty tense. It's
1: not Studio J, but it's, uh, it's a little better. Studio J. Does is have a great point guard? Yes. We have. A very talented big man. Because another thing Coach Brennan said in his press conference, the audio we just played, was he's holding all his players accountable to be fundamentally sound. So we'll have big men shoot jumpers. We'll have small forwards post up. You know, we have Kyle K. shoot. Zach O'Connor who can run the floor as a big man. Uh, the great Tony Robicki who may really? see his, his minutes limited. Really? Because of uh, Zach O'Connor and the great uh, Yulichub Gilrette. A.K.A. FYY. Yeah. Our uh, our Nigerian nightmare. Who is no. a very ta- was a very talented big man according to Coach Brennan. So Roblicky, who many of saying the face the face of the franchise is on uh, is a great Pewee. He has gotta be the face of the team, much like Danny. Well Pughino's it's unfortunate team. because the great uh flood Blood is <laughs> graduating. F fryer face of the club, Mike Bursch, legend. We hope space. <laughs> we have a very athletic team next year, and this is why we'll win because every every other good team in the Patriot League has graduated their best players. Exactly. The scholar and Ayers, Bryce Johnson, gone and booked now. The last time they were without either of those guys, those two guys were not in the mix. We were in the tournament. Exactly, and we had a good three point shooting. Going to the dance. We're going to the dance. We're calling it now. <laughs> next week, you heard it here first. Do you think we're going to win? Yeah. Yeah! Sister, agree with us. Yeah. Yes. So you know who Pee Wee Gardner is? No. You will know his name by next year. Hopefully, he's still here next year. Hopefully, he's still here next year. As you tweeted, Adam, please stay. As I said, please stay. <laughs> the great Darius. That's our, our last AU basketball talk we'll have for a while, as I'm looking forward to next year. My senior year, we have to win it. I don't, surprisingly enough, I want to see the matchup between Gardner and Mackie McKnight. Both uh, Houston natives, Mackey and guys from New Orleans that came over because of the Hurricane Katrina, so went to high school in Houston. Yeah. So I'll be interested to ask him if they played each other in high school. Possible. The great Houston Rather Yates, than, fantastic program. Houston doesn't suck like Dallas. 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 Well, Houston basketball, basketball, is, Houston, basketball is, Houston basketball is fantastic. But Dallas basketball is just as good now as well. Dallas sports just all. I wouldn't go that far. Dallas football sucks. The Cowboys, yeah. sucks. The only good thing about Dallas is the high five. You know that's true. We invented. The, we invented the high five. I also invented the Dougie. You did invent the Dougie. I will give you that. All right. But no, you didn't invent the Dougie, James Harden. I thought Dougie Fresh invented the Dougie? That's, no, uh, that's not what was his name Oh, yeah. Dougie Fresh, 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 Fresh was at the BET Awards with Wolf Blitzer a couple years ago.
0: And one of the I five greatest YouTube clips ever. Movie.
1: Wolf Blitzer was at the BET Awards. You've never, seen, you've never seen Wolf Blitzer do the Dougie? Why did we not get invited to that? I don't know. My, my roommate was actually at the BET Awards last year. And the Great Nick like, Neighbors? Well. Went with uh, the Cedric the Entertainer. Was, they actually took some excellent photos because now they're going to make it big time. He no I'm kidding. He you got the rap. We are, We need to bring him on live on the show. Fan, they something. are fantastic. fantastic. I've been witnessing greatness. Exactly. Uh, we're also witnessing greatness in, in the uh, the NBA playoffs. Yes, we are. As we called it, Golden State Warriors upset the Nuggets. We I, well, I didn't call it. So I, I don't did. Know what the hell are you talking about? I said on our show that they have the best chance. Yeah, to upset what are you saying? We? For? Well, I'm trying to make you look good. I was wrong. Exactly, but you know who else uh, is looking pretty nervous right now is the Knicks and the OKC Thunder. Absolutely, as both I believe Even both the those Clippers Clippers were I believe on 2-0, correct? Both those series. All these series have just gotten wild. Exactly. We had the Spurs look like the best team in the league next to the Heat, completely mm-hmm. sweeping well, the Lakers. were missing Nash and Kawhi wow. Howard turned into a petulant finch. Oh. bitch. Uh, yeah, I can say that. I can say that. Yeah, female cat, female dog. Oh, God. OKC's okay. in trouble, yeah. aren't they? With, yeah. with the way Houston won the other night, especially in the oh, yeah. Yeah, Westbrook is gone. Reggie Jackson has really tanked this team. Kevin Durant is very frustrated about yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Will they force fourth game, seven. It's in Houston tonight. Uh, you know, I really don't know because the Rockets, I thought, you know, they're excited exciting young team. They can score a lot of points, which is why they could hang with Oklahoma City. But uh, at least I thought this before him. But they're really the the Thunder are really starting to press, and so they're desperate now. Before, they're desperate because you don't want you don't want that to get to a game seven, even if it's in Oklahoma City. You don't want that to get to a game seven because you will have lost all all edge. They don't have a one seed now, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. They plus the dispersion. I mean, but Houston to be fair, Houston is very good. Jalen Carson, a very underrated. Shout out to him, Florida legend. Has, yes. They have a team of guys I actually know who where they play in college Francisco Garcia, great Louisville legend. Oh, God. Yeah. He's been in the league for like eight years. I know. Just He's been trapped in Sacramento, and he's finally great great been town. well in Houston. Uh, Patrick Beverly, who I saw play in college. I, it, I didn't even know where he went to college. He went, he went to his, uh, Arkansas played with the great uh, Ronnie Brewer. No, I no, no, no. Back when they yeah, played yeah, sure. when they played Bucknell, it was the last time Bucknell was a nine seed, the highest seed ever by a Patriot League team. Because that was the year after they upset Kansas. Yeah. So they repeated and went to the dance. So I saw that team play. Excellent team. So the Bucknell team ended up getting waxed by the Memphis team that had Rodney Carney and Darius Washington <laughs> Jr. Who used to wear the, uh, the old <laughs> Tracy McGrady shoes. Did. That's a throwback and a half. Oh, Lord. But gee, they're looking great. Um, who's that point guard? Oh, freaking James Harden. Jeremy Lynn. James Harden's not the point guard. Well, no. He's not. Yes. But Kevin Kale. I think she won one good consideration of coach of the year. I think he definitely should be in the mix. A bunch of guys I think are should be in the mix. Mark Jackson. Uh, awful broadcaster. Great coach. I don't know if he was an awful broadcaster. He was all right. Yeah, he's like Tom Thibodeau should be in the mix. Yeah, no Derek Rose. And they could... Well, they're in Game 7. Well, they, they blew that series. They blew the... um, they Brooklyn dominated Game 1. I believe uh, the Bulls won the next three, and Brooklyn's won the last two. You should be wrong on that. But Bro- Chicago did have the series lead, and so they're falling apart. Atlanta's hanging around. I picked Atlanta to win that series. So. Yeah, you still... Yeah. Uh, and the Knicks are choking away hard, too. Jaron Berman's playing tonight, and to... Avoid a game seven. The next have to win. It's in and Boston too. TD Garden. That is nice. dangerous. That's territory. Two double headers. Yes. Right? yes. Great basketball tonight, according to the great Taj Mahya. Yes. All game. The late great. All game. All, All game sixes are tonight. Yes. Game seven is tomorrow. The, the, the only second game seven Would is the Chicago Brooklyn one, right? Yes, sir. Um, that's great basketball. I'm looking for nets. A good brawl. A good brawl between the Knicks and the Celtics. Absolutely. The, ne- the Knicks are completely uh, just a mess. Houston's got nothing to lose. These teams could. These games could be like first round games in the NCAA tournament because sure. Well, that's how Houston is. They shoot a lot of threes and they've been. And that's how uh, Golden State won too.
0: Yeah, a
1: lot of threes. Good play. Has the team on their heels. Okay. Great a Golden State-San Antonio series coming up. But to, to just a rant on the Knicks for a short second. There is no reason at all why they should be f- choking away this season. Boston is not good. Their team, not. without Rondo, they're completely past their prime. They're the Jets. But the Knicks have had Come no before. urgency. They're letting uh, Jason Terry get his – starting to get a stroke, and now he's starting to jaw, When, yeah, As you know, when Jason Terry's jawn, that mofo, he special lighted up. <laughs> Great player, tr- big trader. We'll never forget him. Buddy. Not a good trader. Not even trader. He Dallas. He was not. No. He was not loyal to the team he won a championship with. So, are you calling uh, Tyson Chandler a trader? No, we had to get rid of him though. You should have kept him though. Because stupid collective bargaining agreements. Completely, he
0: was a degenerate.
1: And he tried to get. He, tried, he went all cash in on Darren Williams and Dwight Howard, and it blew up in our faces. Much <laughs> like a Tim Chivo saga. Can you believe he is out of the NFL and he is unemployed? He he is like, is he's unemployed? unemployed he's like Eric now. Wilkins status. He is. I don't know why he's we're taking a shot. I'm not taking a shot. Or... I'm just saying. You're I'm taking a shot. I'm comparing someone else who's unemployed. You're taking but a shot. On his... he's, he's, he's a Jets one. fan. You, you think he's happy about that? That's Where will Tim Tebow go now? What will he do? I think it's think I think an NFL team. He's going to think about Somebody will pick him. up. my
0: worst nightmare? Patriots. That would
1: be fantastic. Uh, I am. I don't know all for that. Chicken. I am. I'm, like I, I'm I just. Like that's I don't get the whole. Of everything that you know
0: stands for. Like God. Christianity. Going to the Patriots. People. Well, you know Christianity. If you're you're Catholic. Faith, Jim Tebow will sacrifice that for. We
1: are um, Who's going to take a hiatus? I was going to take a hiatus. Those are convicts. Great game. Yes. You
0: know, Bill Belichick represents all evil in the world. What I'm, I'm
1: gonna just put our red hat on. That. Hill, so yeah. we'll not, we'll leave that for uh, Dre, EJ man, my boy EJ, your boy EJ man. No, no stop. So he that. I think he people he'll go too. sort of like on I sort feel of like on a year hiatus. Dude, he you won know, because no was team was will why is, I don't want to assume, I do get it when people say he can't play. He didn't play this year, and the last year he played, he took a team that was five and eight and got him to the postseason yeah, beat the Steelers. Yeah, great quote from that. Uh, no, I'm tired of people saying that wait, he oh. not So everything else that whole season doesn't matter. The fact that he started – Got that garbage team that was going, going, going nowhere 4-5. in the playoffs. The great, uh, He was not uh, good, and then he beat the Steelers. Who was the quarterback of that team Cal or- oh, Orton, the Orton the who, as my dad likes to say. Oh, great, great. That is awful. Because well, he completely ruined Kansas City yeah. that as well. No, oh, he doesn't. He's a great man. He's better than John Gardner. Well, our family's. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Big quote from Rex Ryan, which says, uh, <laughs> "Unfortunately, things did not work out the way we hear. Did. You didn't play him. Hey, you did them you didn't play him the because your regular long. quarterback was a child <laughs> and felt
0: threatened.
1: Yeah, that was that was Now you have like now you have like eight quarterbacks of the Jets. How to make play quarterback the Jets? If you wanted to. How no. was no. play. quarterback skills.
0: Oh, it depends. What,
1: what what team will yeah. Tim Tebow play for? I could see him going. Why? I could see him going to the Cowboys. Why would Tim Tebow? Terry Jones is one of those guys that would just start the uh, We're into that. Terry Jones is one of those guys that'll oh, take. I'll that take a guy from the free agency, like he took Kygan Jones, he took T.O. Tim Tebow would be Wait a great a when Tim he Tebow was not. Criminal, no. Like pac man Jones. I said, Sarah, I said Terrell Owens as well. It takes it takes that. It, people in the media like Terrell Owens. It takes people in the media, and you can bring it down. to a backup quarterback. And when they brought in Terrell Owens, Terrell Owens was an elite player. He's a good court, a good wide receiver. It was. After all, he had done the you had done the famous thing, stand on the. He dropped the ball. He well, ran to the middle of the field and got tackled. I don't know who it was. I think it was Roy Williams. The I great think he might have been Roy Williams, the late great Roy Williams. Hey, maybe did. He's still alive. He's just retired. Yeah. I like think Terrence Newman will be in a few. I think he's pretty retired, too. No, he's still playing with me. Oh, he's so old, too. I'm of the Cowboys. I am old. I'm getting old. You're a I'm getting, old. Ass, man. I'm getting old. old. Once again, you got iTunes. Listen to our podcast. Some of the flows. ran of Tim's Hubo. How he's a good player. Oh, he he's a big Yes, about the Knicks as well. Oh, I'm Sid of nations, outsports at com. was on the show earlier. Mike Brennan's thoughts on being a new AU coach, former assistant at Georgetown. And, a, and the great Princeton, played for um, Pete Carrillo. Yes, your boy Pete Carrillo. He said that is something also that he's – I think he's going to tie that offense into our – I can see it. I can see a hybrid of a, a Princeton half court with a fast break. Uh, I agree, style. I agree. Because he ran, ran sort of some fast break with uh, Marcus Starks and Otto Porter, and then – at AU, we just shot lights out for three, and we had Mercer and Garrison call. Regarding we're Otto Porter. He is not the great, uh, not the greatness that was Otto from Rocket Power. That was a good show. Do you remember that show? It was a fantastic show.
0: I wanted to be Reggie. That was, like, my dream in life. She was so cool. She had purple hair.
1: She have purple oh, hair. You had purple hair. I it's
0: never had purple Only hair. on Wednesdays. No. Nope.
1: But uh, before we get to it, I can confirm. Exactly. Yeah, so no a playoffs now starting. Or have started. have started. Yeah, they <laughs> started. been on for almost Go to B-Flow 360 and get the whole TV schedule and my exclusive predictions. You yes, know, great tournament. plug. I always got a plug. I always Every, got a plug. You should do the plug for me. I know. I'll let you, let you uh, take it up yourself. I'm sorry your uh, savers did not make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. We're really my devils.
1: Oh, you're a devils. Yeah. Marty Broder, are going to retire?
0: Uh, Never. I hope I, I, not. I'm
1: not. Like Iron Man. Keep it's up. great movie. Plug to that movie. Iron
0: Man 3. Just thought. Everybody see it. Yeah.
1: We we, we wanna get sponsored. I wanna get sponsored by when Wilkins got sponsored by the Lorax. No, he AGV. didn't get sponsored out of A G V because somebody knew somebody. And then right after that I was down in DuPont Circle and I saw a car that had a Lorax license plate, I sent it to Eric and he's like, You need to steal that or you're fired. We need Iron Man swag. That would be dope. That'd be that's a good trilogy. Stop getting distracted and talk about the cup playoffs. All right. Aaron Vale. what are some of the trends we're looking for? A shortened season turns into a very exciting playoffs, or the shortened season makes it the exact opposite?
0: So they're very, very exciting playoffs. I don't know if you've seen the first two games in the West both went into overtime. So yeah. It's like the dream. That was the nice time I saw you went to gym. So
1: time the gym. I'm a fitness. you guys dish me the at? The gym? Kings
0: yeah. and Blues went overtime. The Blackhawks and Wild went in overtime. So Those really high-intensity Really intense play. Um, I don't know, last night in the Canadians' betters game, there was some pretty nasty hit. So oh, yeah. that
1: rivalry. I mean, already
0: it's robbery rivalry because it's two Canadian teams, just super cool. Three Canadian
1: teams in the playoffs. That is fantastic. Yeah, it's
0: the first time like two Canadian teams have played each other in four years. That's why we're getting
1: Sonic Cash from the so, CBC, which is great.
0: It's, yeah, Love it's CBC. really, really exciting. Like Canadian hockey, Canadians playing Canadians. It's just like the. The definition that's where it all came
1: from when very nasty, but yeah, there was a pretty nasty hit in the game last night. It were um, pretty awful.
0: Awesome. Four Canadian the teams, <laughs> the play. I think it was the freaking Canucks. Yeah, I think
1: everyone except yeah, the Winnipeg Flames right. yeah, no yeah. are in the playoffs. Yeah, who, who is the team you're picking now that your Sabres are gone? Um,
0: well, do I have have do have difficulty choosing in the east because there's just a lot of rivalries that I'm able to have there.
1: Um, I'm liking the original six rivalry of the Leafs and the Bruins. That's old-time hockey. It's great to see the Leafs back in the playoffs. It it's is, been way yeah, too I hard.
0: feel for the Leafs fans in their playoff drought. They were awful. But were I was awful. watching some of the Leafs-Bruins games, and you can you can pretty much tell the Leafs are out of it. They're not
1: oh, playing yeah, at the my
0: same level is. as the that Bruins are, which out. is kind of similar to the, the situation at Pittsburgh with the Penguins and the Islanders. Um, time, Sidney Crosby coming back into the lineup
1: tonight for Game 2. Who's that? How long has he been, how long has he been out? He was he to Big months. Crosby.
0: I believe months. I don't know. That, that poor is.
1: guy. Last year he was gone for what, like three months?
0: Yeah, and then yet every time he comes back, it's a valiant return. He was still the leading scorer in the league for
1: I don't know how long. As, as the folks at home can tell, uh, Aaron Vale, Big Sidney Crosby, Actually, he's wearing a Sidney Crosby jersey. There, I'm right not. Let me just. Unfortunately, we don't, because Mike sucks. We all have the Google Plus, YouTube a with Caspering. But I would not be wearing a Sidney Crosby jersey as I own. the uh, Washington, Cap- so I guess T V Capitals fan? Would you say you represent them? Since you no, I, no. I can't, I can't
0: represent anybody from the East. I'm just gonna put it up. Right, so so the Rangers? The Rangers. All what? Back. Are
1: you on? Are you on? The, are you on the Blackhawks bandwagon? I am. As on, I am on the Blackhawks bandwagon. Basically,
0: anybody in the West, I'm okay <laughs> with. Um, the Blackhawks are incredible. They've got, you know, Patrick
1: Kane, Buffalo native. So Shout out to Patrick Kane. Always, One of my favorite hockey always players. players. Yeah. Well, he's not beating up cab oh, drivers. He's a hockey player. That's why he's my favorite hockey player. Hey, he's a true American. All- my dad <laughs> wasn't a cab driver. That almost, really, no, he wasn't. Like Robert De oh. Niro. Oh. I, I made that up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can we say your dad was a cab driver? You can say whatever, he was, whatever the hell you want. Will we have a low-seed I Make it to the finals so
0: and win it. I was, I was thinking about that because most of the games so far have been very, like, expected.
1: The higher
0: seeds beating the lower seeds. So I'm kind of curious to see what team is going to be the one random lower seeds kind of come on top. I don't know. Um but the E, somebody, which is going to be
1: Pittsburgh. We got San Jose at 1-0 on, uh, on the Canucks. They did really yeah, well last surprised. year, too. I could see them making at least the semifinals. Well, the Sharks are always that team where, you know, everyone's like, it's just a year, and then they, like, lose the second round. That's for sure. Exactly. But I think shortened season had a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be the Blackhawks and the Sharks, then Pittsburgh and the Cats. Wow. Really? In the semifinals. It's
0: be... With
1: the Cap Tolls and the Hawks playing in the finals.
0: Wow. And, but, I, and I have Chicago winning it all. Inappropriate inappropriate. The Capitals are not that
1: good. Well, neither were the Kings last year until they started the playoffs. Yeah, but. They were an so they, seed. So,
0: if Washington comes out against the Rangers. Well, I believe
1: they played the Warriors played last year, too. They did. They played oh, the game yeah. seven, right? Yeah. They've been playing for last, like, several years. It's yeah. Great.
0: But I don't think that they're going to they Boston. I don't think is it, is it anybody Boston? is going to Pittsburgh unless it's, like,
1: Boston. I think it's. I think Boston's going to come out of the East. It's going to be Pittsburgh. Boston against two. I think it's going to be in the final. It's going to be Boston versus – Chicago. <sighs> I don't want to say Chicago, <laughs> but I'll say Chicago. I don't want to be that guy. But I'm going to be that guy to the Hawks. I want well. to think It was it cool was, when they won it the first time, just because yeah, just just my, my dad is family is from Chicago. And okay. he, that is not true. I am calling straight shenanigans. Though. That is a hundred percent true. we prove it right. His his parents, yeah, his parents are from his mom is his, yeah, both his parents are from Chicago. His grandparents are from Chicago, Evanston, home of the Great Northwestern University. So he, Chicago to my dad is like what Denver is to me. A lot of family up there. Go up and visit frequently. So like your home away from home. Buffalo. I mean, well, you're from so Buffalo. No, I'm not. You're not from Buffalo. I've
0: literally well, a she, even up. I know that. She she's, tough.
1: Tough. she's straight yes, out of she's straight out of PA.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I'm technically from
1: Virginia, but I was in
0: Yeah PA and
1: the VA. PA and two Commonwealths and uh, states represents the DMC. And actually, the District of Columbia, first. Wow. Our first female in studio guest, and we learned really? so that is not true. Yeah. We had who was the girl we had when we did the show on your door? The first ever female guest, Jacqueline Cassell. She was. That's technically wasn't we're in our studio. We were in our subsidy two one eight studio. You do, do you even know what subsidy means? You've used it twice no, it, man. Man. Like a subsidy, it's like funding, like f- corn subsidies for example. For the government like ready to fund. They're ready use subsidies. Yes, to the sponsor great the show. show. They're basically paying for the show.
3: No. So that is
1: what subsidy. means. Okay, our secondary. Like uh, like the different layers. Not secondary. This is our main studio. Yes. That's, our, that would, our would be a secondary one. studio. studio does not mean secondary. A secondary 218 studio, which is not vacated. Nothing is in there. Empty. as What studio? Our, our 218 studio. Oh, yes. Oh, your dorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's, not, let's not talk about that. You know what we can't talk about? Oh, God. No. The greatest segment
2: in the and world. We got the oh. oh, well, uh, glory be, the funk's on me, Bobby. Keep that funk alive. Keep that funk
1: alive. Mm. Well, it's
2: 1975, and I'll just be keeping mm. the
1: funk alive. the that right? mm. All right, fans, once again, it, it's time for our critically acclaimed segment tweets from flow sponsored by your name here we're still searching <laughs> to get this sponsored by... no yes okay so i've got people that want me to sponsor them so there's that basically what we do is you go to twitter.com slash beeflow see. as i always know when he goes i'm like because he always like digs through and like oh my gardener favorited your tweet from three weeks ago Right. I wonder what we're going to talk about this Friday. Exactly. We'll start with the Kentucky Derby, though. Yes, sir. Which we had no, I had no idea it was this weekend. You know, I had a great talk to me that, is that our boy Zach, got Zach, Zach Green, uh, mentioned it. just saying that around the horn has very limited uh, coverage. But last year, Calvin Burrell. Yes. Searching to become, I think, the first jockey to win with three different horses. Yep. And Is he in it this year? Yes, Calvin Burrell. Actually, the horse that I picked to win is in post three, revolutionary. 10-1 mm. odds. This is a horse. I I don't know if those odds are up to date, but I could be wrong. they from yesterday. Yeah, I think they may be different. But this is the same jockey, owner, and trainer combination that won 2010 Kentucky Derby. With uh, I forget who it was. I don't remember who it was. But, so I really like that. Revolutionary is a horse that is one in all kinds of court. Of course, he's very versatile. And he's a guy, uh, a horse, not a guy, but a horse that can make the move late. He's a good guy. He is a great guy. He is a great guy. I believe second who I had, so I had uh, my prediction was 2010 was a super sale. That's right. Now, that year it before was Mine, bird. With mine That Bird Seven. Yeah, it was big. I remember that. But if you go back to the odds a second, I'll give you. I've got win for you know if you're gonna bet, if you're gonna do the, uh, I believe it's the trifecta. I've got uh, Revolutionary to win. The place I have, um, it's my lucky day because there's 70% chance of rain, and he is he may be the best horse when it's sloppy and. Which is awful out. Seventy percent chance of this Saturday. So I I got at well that's that was yesterday's odds, but I think it's still fifteen to one. And he's in a very good post in um 12 and twelve. And then to show I've got um overanalyze, who is in the ninth post, who's at fifteen to one. So when I've got uh, revolutionary place, I've got it's my Lucky day, and to show I have Overanalyze. No, so for our non-horse racing aficionados, that's basically just first, second, third. Yes, it is. If you want to go and bet, you can bet on trifecta. That's the trifecta. You can bet on just one street horse, or you can. I think there's uh, there's something else. There's another one that's like I think four or five, uh, which is like insane. But people do it because people love the gamble. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I know. Especially in your neck of the woods. You, well, well, that really well yeah, because Governor Christie actually wants to legalize your boy Christie sports gambling. I love that guy, and wants to get sports gambling like legalized outside of just Atlantic City. Actually, I think even in Atlantic City as well. But he also wants to do it in the Meadowlands at the uh, the Harness Racing Track, right next to the. Uh, That dumped the MetLife Stadium. You know, they've renamed it, they sold naming rights to now it's the MetLife Sports Complex instead of the Meadowlands Sports Complex. So they're, they're, I threatened to sue the state. Why are they trying to wipe out the Meadowlands? That's like an an iconic name. name. Well, I mean, the Meadowlands were technically kind of wiped out already by the construction (laughs) of the Sports Complex. But you know, the Meadowlands are still there, but now it's just, you know, a lot of it's not there. The Meadowlands are. Great point. Yeah, you're not thinking Orb. Seven to two odds. I'm not thinking Orb. I I think Orb the heavy is favorite. Is the heavy favorite, slight favorite over I forget who was thought to be the favorite going on going in. You could definitely see Orb winning, but I'm always skeptical of the the big favorite. <laughs> so I could see that horse winning. All right, Aaron Vale. Big horse fan, Like with the right. It's literally-
3: like our good friend Eddie
1: Olczyk at NBC. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. like uh, isn't that the day where they had sort of like the royal, yeah. that's what oh, the royal we like it. the royal wedding? Yeah, everybody dresses
0: up really fancy. And don't wedding? don't yeah. forget Rick Pitino was on the World
1: Series. We know they're I they're would Toronto. like
0: to pick Normandy Invasion
1: because that's a cool thing. All right, Normandy Invasion. I, I will go. Not, Not a bad, bad pick. Not a bad pick. I usually go with the people with funny names as well. Palace uh, Malice. Twenty to one odds. He's in lane ten or That, that of course is not all by runner test. Exactly. It, that, it, it, it. That's for a tweet from flow for reasons. Cool. Oh god. I love that you brought up tweets from flow and we actually haven't done tweets from flow, which keep making me hope that we actually don't do tweets from flow. Yeah, you tweet your your Kentucky Derry predictions. Oh. Alright. you have you have one tweet? It says one of these days I'm gonna drop Google Chrome, it's becoming <laughs> ridiculous. I'm Google Chrome. It's really starting to piss me off. Whenever I've got multiple tabs open, it'll just freeze. It did that to me. I've done every single remedy. Initially, I just had to turn off something with shockwave flash, which I did. But then I did that. And then, like a few months later, the problem keeps coming up. I've done all the remedies. It sucks. Pain in the arse. And so it's just I get frustrated when it happens. And so I start yelling. All right. The interesting plug we mentioned earlier in the show oh, uh, from your boy Tim Brando. Yeah. Very vicious tweets about the uh, the Jason Collins situation. He's tweeting, "I'm hearing Collins is a hero" in all caps because he made history. Okay. As a sports commentator, if I made a sex tape, is that history? The word matters, okay? To which our great Ben Florence tweets, "I watched that sex tape. Is this just, I will. Is this just Brando being out of his mind?" Yeah, well, Brando basically started the whole thing by saying, is he a hero? No. And then Doug Gottlieb got in the mix, because Doug Gottlieb is a, you know. Degenerate. Douche. but He's off the law. Yeah, I don't like Gottlieb at all. So, but Gottlieb basically called him out. A lot of people were getting on Brando, and he made that point, which made absolutely no sense. But you know what? I, um. I thought it was. I thought it was when he made that point. So I thought I'd be that guy, and be like, you know, I'd watch. I, you know, who, who, who wouldn't watch a Tim Brando sex tape? Mom would go to play with Tim Brando. And yep, they come back from Kansas City. He says, uh, a "Terrible town." Every he says, everyone should live in their the city they grew up in. Because yeah, apparently he apparently lives in Streetport still. Awful. Which I've never been, but I heard it's it's not not the best no. cities. That, that is where they shot the hey, baby, baby, uh, Hurricane Chris video. Old school. We're wow. on very old school on this show, aren't we? Awful. awful spots. All right, now, final thing uh, before we get out. What was a worst-case scenario? Luis Suarez biting the guy or Nelson Piquet kicking, kicking Brian Scott below the belt. You know, I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with the biting... Because, you know, when you bite somebody, you know, there are all kinds of germs and crap going on in your yeah. mouth. If you I kick somebody in the net, you know, I mean we've all been kicked in the nets. Physically so, and metaphorically. Absolutely. And so, you know, I mean that happens, but like, you know, you get a stinging pain for a little bit, then it goes away. Like biting someone, that's kind of disgusting. I mean personally I have no problem with it. But uh it's a little I think it's a little more gross. I mean kicking someone that you know, the old BB's it's, you know, Whoa. lame. It is true. Any final shout-outs, though, Flo? Uh, it's a good show today. Yeah. You got any shout-outs you need to think of? Something? I do. Shout-out to, t- shout to his Aaroness, Michael Jordan. Tied the knot for the second time. Oh, God. I believe it was on Wednesday, a $10 million wedding in Florida, which we were not invited to, among great, great guests of Robin Thicke, Usher, Spike, Scotty Pippen. Robin Thicke? You know, he's a son of the great Alan Tick. Really? Who was on, uh, he was the dad on the great show Growing Pains. He's
3: a good singer. Are you Robin
1: Tick, fan, yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, did
1: you know MJ got married? Michael Jordan. He wasn't already married? Well, he was married, then he got divorced. I married a 34 year old. His Cute. first wife best known for when one of the first uh, titles the Bulls won, Bob Costas goes to her and it's like, oh, this was Michael Jordan's mother. And it was his wife. Yikes. Awesome. Are you sad that we didn't get the invite to MJ's wedding? Really sad. I can I no. rest
0: after that. So I got some fancy shoes. I know, right? My favorite part
1: on. My, 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 my boobie shoes. Yeah, you know what? My shout-out is Casey and the Sunshine Band. Just because. Great band, though. Great band. All right, now, another final shout-out is to... Actually, no, I was going to go to my brother. That's next week. Child Garden the clown. We graduate. I was thinking because he graduated. Shout out to Tyler Tomato, because next Friday, when we hoping when we're still, when I'm at least airing the show, I don't know where you'll be. I oh, I'll be working. Yes. Jerk. I'm working hard for the money. Yes. Okay, shout out to Tyler Tomato, because the next Friday when we're airing the show, he will be up in Bristol. That's yes, a so job, fine. At a that job is- interview for ESPN Stats and Info. We wish him the best of luck. Hope he, Bye, knocks, him de- hope he knocks him dead. That would be a, Literally. That is the sports zone success story if you get this job. Yeah. Everyone else either is with. Dresher, uh, Rosenberg, you know, he's no. the mix. Like, in terms of sports. Dresher, though, is our mm-hmm. WWT Capitals correspondent. That's fantastic. Great station. But we're here at the mothership, though. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but. He, but could, he could be in a commercial
1: with, like, no, Arizito. He would not be
0: in a commercial. He, he
1: should be in a commercial with us. He's not. Maybe do not have. Yeah, she's still at ESG. I'll say, girl's on Nickel. Uh, doing great, uh, TNT coverage. Yeah, looking good, too. Really? What's on a range of life? Oh, final shout out also to, uh, Grand Theft Auto Soundtrack. GTA, Volume City Soundtrack. You know, GTA 5. No. 5? Which one? No, yeah, a GTA, GTA 5 is coming out. Ah. GTA 5 is coming out, I believe, in August. It's, like, COVID, like, right before or right after college football. It's going to be, it's going to be. look so freaking awesome. All right. Freaking awesome. And that'll do it. Once again, you can check out the podcast on iTunes. Great podcast. snack Radio. Uh, hopefully next week, actually, no, next week you'll be gone, so we we'll won't be doing the uh, Google uh, Play thing. Well, next may, year. That's I, something we can work on the summer. Maybe it'll call in, though. Yeah, well, I, I think I'll be working until uh, even uh, four. So. Ah, that's usually where, when I work out. Uh, this year almost. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, once again, you can check out this week's podcast. Uh, actually, next no, Friday I'm not working. Sid Ziegler of SBNationsOutSports.com joined us early on the show. We had Mike Brennan, Aaron Vale is in the house to talk about hockey. Our second female guest in the studio, yeah.
3: in this studio,
1: and flow the whole nine yards. Awesome. Next year, next week, hopefully the, uh, the playoffs get even more heated. We'll now have some second round action to talk about.
3: Ooh, that. Second round starts on so let's
1: thank Radio as always from and Gamble. Money to live fresh. And for Aaron Vale, great movie. Actually, <laughs> not For Aaron Vale, for V1360's uh, Ben Florence, Shout out to Josh Fondell, I'm Michael Gardner. Thanks so long. We'll see you next week. Happy Cinco de mile, by the way. Got that plug